and I get off the stage and I just felt so crushed though. This is the thing is I felt so crushed because I wanted so badly, you know, to share what it was in my heart with everyone with that piece of music and it felt like a disservice to give them anything less than that like deep authentic genuine dropped in version of it this isn't just another podcast with tips or tricks this isn't just interviews with great artists this is about finding the missing pieces that are going to help you make it as an artist. I'm your host, Holly Shaw, best-selling author, hypnotherapist, and creativity coach. And this is the Performers and Creators Lab weekly podcast, helping you to find your edge. You are listening to episode 30 Managing Crushing Post-Performance Disappointment. This episode, I recorded it when I was in a really raw place, a really uh, tender place. I was sitting in my tent, actually, the morning after having experienced a performance that I was less than happy with. And I wanted to share it with you. I want to talk to you about something really important, which is getting over that heart-crushing disappointment after you do a performance that you wish that you had done better, or it just didn't meet your expectation, or something went wrong, or you just really were looking forward to having a juicy satisfying experience and it just falls short and this happened to me last night and that's it's just really fresh and so I'm sitting here with a busted knee I'm at a music and dance festival that my son and I go to every year (laughs) you can actually hear in the background um, probably the sound of the whole village coming to breakfast Um, and I'm sitting here with my knee up and with some ice on my knee Um, that happened later in the night but I just want to tell you about what happened because I think it's so relevant I think we all can relate to this experience we've all had those experiences where our performance fell short of what we wanted and we can beat ourselves up so bad so badly um it's just a dramatic traumatic thing that we can do to ourselves and I think any time that we can refrain from beating ourselves up after performance I feel like we grow a hundred times as an artist but I wasn't successful at not beating myself up last night and I want to tell you about that Um, Last night I had a performance here for this community, really cool um, place that we go to. And it was really the first time I had been invited to perform. You know, I'm not dancing as much nowadays, but I had been invited to perform with this really cool 
um, set. There were nine dancers, each doing a different version of a 9-8 rhythm. And I was doing flamenco version of that. And in every rehearsal, you know, we had live music and these drums and um, just some of the best musicians around. And in every rehearsal, um, I gotten lots of great feedback from the director and um, everyone. And, and I was really enjoying what I was doing and uh, just having some great rehearsals, right? Dun, 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 dun. We know what happens when you have great rehearsals um you're jinxing yourself no that's what it felt like but uh I was you know determined I just really wanted to perform for this community to bring my love to bring my heart and connection and to share what we've been working on it was really important to me probably a little too important to me so anyway so we do the performance and it just the moment I got up to start moving just something felt a little more off You know, a little, uh, just not quite in that pocket, you know, and you know that feeling, it's like when you know that feeling of dropping into something, then anything less just feels like, just, just, it just doesn't feel as good. So I'm up there and, you know, but I mean, I've been through this before and I know it doesn't, you know, you can always drop in at some point. So I'm just, you know, continuously trying to drop in. Um, but anyway, so I get done with the performance and it wasn't a horrible performance. Nothing went terribly wrong. I forgot a lot of the things I wanted to do, but, um, people really enjoyed it. And I get off the stage and I just felt so crushed though. This is the thing is I felt so crushed because I wanted so badly you know, to share what it was in my heart with everyone, with that piece of music. And it felt like a disservice to give them anything less than that, like, deep, authentic, genuine, dropped-in version of it. So anyway, so I was so mortified with it that immediately you know there's a crowd of people you can't really escape there's not like a super like backstage area it's just really all one you know there's um just it's just this theater is surrounded by chairs and places to sit so there's really nowhere to go but I I ducked into this little side space and changed out of my costume because I did not want to be associated with the dancer that just did that that's how badly I felt I just wanted to rip off those clothes stick on my other clothes you know wipe the slate clean I couldn't I, I felt like I couldn't look people in the eye I couldn't look them in the face I didn't want to look at them <clears throat> and meanwhile a part of me knew I was being a ridiculous dramatic diva which made it even worse you know because I was like get over yourself Shaw <clears throat> so anyway I go out and uh you know um talked to one of my good friends and just shared with her how bad I was feeling about it. And she, she just reflected back something entirely different, you know, and she, she described my performance in a way that I didn't feel it. And I just decided in that moment to like, not ruin everybody else's version of what happened with the bullshit in my head. And so 
I just listened to her. And as I was listening, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take on this version of how it happened. I'm just going to allow that to become the new (laughs) version of what really went down. And I decided, why don't I try to do that for the rest of the night? And, you know, of course, there were places to, like, find criticism wherever I wanted to see it. You know, some people would just, some people didn't say anything about it. They were too absorbed in the rest of their evening, and they didn't even say, oh, hi, I saw your performance. You know, it's like, but it wasn't all about me. So there was plenty of opportunities to pick up the stick of, I suck, you know, when people didn't even comment on it. But then there were those people, and um, one of which was... um, the drummer in the band who really he really enjoyed it you know and he gave me this reflection of it that was so beautiful and I was like who am I to destroy something I gave people maybe it wasn't what I meant to give people but I didn't want to destroy it and I just kept as I heard the stories from other people of what happened I kept allowing my story, a little bit of my story to go, and I kept adopting their story. And throughout the night, this happened again and again. People would tell me what they saw, and I just allowed it to soak in. And I allowed myself to take on that new version of what happened. Uh, And I wanted to share this with you because I think we all do this. We can all beat ourselves up. There's always a reason to do it. I am never perfect. I mean, gee whiz, you know. But there's an experience that I strive to have, um, a deep experience. And I am disappointed when I don't get to give myself that and give it to the audience. The one thing that saved me, I think, in that piece... Like, maybe I didn't drop down as deeply as I wanted. Maybe I wasn't channeling and, you know, spirits coming through and like, whoa, tingles all over my head and body. But the one thing I feel like saved the whole experience for me and made it actually good was I just kept connecting. I kept reminding myself to connect, to look out and connect with the audience or to look at the musicians. Oh my God, I mean, it was so easy. I was surrounded by like some of the best musicians. I had this woman singing for me. She walked out on stage and she was like singing for me. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, and I would just look around, you know, the clarinet is playing this solo and I just would look around and just truly listen to the to the glory, gloriousness of what was happening there and I truly take my attention off of myself and put it on them and, and listening and really hearing what he was playing and trying to um, allow that to move me. And then there were times that I moved around the circle and I just looked at each musician or I, I felt myself sort of buoyed around the room by the music and um, there were eight other dancers on stage So I was looking and connecting with them, and they were all super supportive, you know, giving me a lot of good juice and haleo and say, you know, oh, here we go. And uh, it was beautiful. And I think we can never go wrong when we choose to connect. You can never.
ever go wrong. When you choose to connect, when you look for those areas that you can connect. And there were some times that like I literally just dropped all movement from my body. I just sort of stood on stage and looked at the musicians and walked towards them or moved around or let myself be still. And I think that is sometimes better, you know, than trying to make something happen and swirling in your own funkiness. Um, So if I think back (laughs) and I start adopting these new versions everyone gave me and really, really actually thinking about what went down, I'm proudest of those moments of connection. And so that is all. I hope that this meets you where you are, and I hope that it helps you because I think we all can beat ourselves up. You look at the forest floor, and there's always so many sticks, you know. But you can look up and see the canopy and see the birds, see the sky, and the sunlight peeking through. There's so much beauty there. If you decide to look up... (laughs) 